BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Is it really hump day if Theo is not here to celebrate with us? Theo's not here. I just... Getting out of the house is... It's a journey. No, I don't blame you. It's such a journey. I know. I don't blame you, and I understand there's a million reasons why Theo isn't here today. It's just hard to celebrate hump day to get into the spirit of the holiday when he's not here cheering us on. No, I fully understand that, but just just know if you need someone to hump, like, I'm always here for you. You know what? I might take you up on that. Hey! And if enough hump days go by without Theo in the mix, watch out, Claudia. I just couldn't... I just couldn't do it today. Like, it was just a... Getting out of the bed, like waking up and getting out of the house was some days it's easier than others. And today it was really like an experience. Yeah, I I can understand that. It's a crazy day right now. I'm sure everyone was up late watching too close to call too close to call so just don't fucking talk about it if it's too close to call it's just torture and we're here being tortured again so we're we being need asked to have patience so the morning toast is the perfect distraction for you it is while um these too close to call races get closer to call yeah it's but you guys really honestly like it's too close to call <laughs> and that's that's the journey we're on right now. Too close to call. So, yes, as Jackie said, we're going to just distract you for Do an hour. Do our thing, our toasty thing. It's Wednesday, which means we have Dear Toasters, which is a favorite day of mine because Dear Toasters, that is our advice segment. If you're new here, if you ever want to write in, you can always email us, deartoasters at gmail.com. Excited we'll to see what you guys cooked up for us today, how yes. we can help I've in heard your that, various situations. I've heard that they're quite weird today, so people we, just find themselves in the most odd predicaments, you We know? absolutely love to hear that they're quite weird today. Yeah, and I never got enough update on the girl whose husband was eating his toes and boogers during quarantine and if you're still a listener and we didn't like really scare you with the way we went in on your husband please write us in I need an update what the fuck is going on are you okay are you still married is your husband still a practicing attorney does he still find a way to be an acrobat and pick his toes let us know we're very curious over here at the morning toast yes we are we have a great show for you today um oh you watched holiday yesterday I did. and i want to talk to you about it i started to watch black pink light up the sky but then i fell asleep because i created a vibe in my living room mm. we were on the phone yesterday trying to create mutual vibes and bruno and i fell asleep together on the couch so um the black pink documentary had to wait but i started and it was really good so far i did try and cultivate a vibe in my living room for those of you who know i live in an apartment and i've literally never sat on my couch like mm. i don't know her at all like when can we have company maybe but i pretty much like 
in quarantine spend most of it in bed and that's just been kind of toxic as of recently so yesterday I spent the majority of the day in the living room with candles I dimmed the lights I watched the holiday and I'm still waiting on a few key Amazon deliveries in order to have my vibe be fully cultivated but I definitely started it then when Ben got home he made a chili so we had like something on the stove and so it was really like a warm night and, and a vibe was definitely cultivated I too made a chili and it was delicious. Yeah, Ben's was really good. I'm sure Ben's was really good. Mine is the award-losing chili. His yeah. is the award-winning. If you want to see how we each make our chilies, head over to patreon.com slash morningtoast where we have the great chili cook-off. I guess last night we had like a virtual chili cook-off. I'm sure Ben's was still better than mine. Because, because you want to know why? Mine's he, vegetarian. No, the chili that he made last night was better than the chili he made in wow. the cook-off. Oh it my was God. so good. I should have asked you to bring me some. I know I have a lot. Fuck. Sorry. Go home, get it. You can come over and well, eat some if you want. I might. It was so good. I will do anything for chili I fucking love chili I literally almost ate my whole vat of chili last night I have like one small Tupperware left mm. it was the perfect thing to eat throughout the night because like yeah. I had it as an appetizer as an entree and, and as a dessert and a moozy bushy but yes I did watch a holiday and I had a lot of thoughts I thought it was like a really cute sweet movie it was definitely too long Told you that you would say that. What is Farouk from? It was bothering me so oh, much. I mean, there's one simple, simple way to find out, but he is an extremely familiar man. And at first I was like, honestly, I don't know how she's going to choose. Farouk is so handsome and he's a doctor. And like, you just didn't expect the guy that her mother was trying to set her up with to be so handsome. But that guy is such a cutie. He is from, hold on. It's like, you know, I have to get to the, the, the one that obscure you recognize. movie that we know. Oh, wow. He's in a lot of stuff that I've never seen. He just looked so familiar. He was in 90210. That's no, not that's it. not what I know. No, from. no, no. That's not going to satiate. That's not going to satiate. Okay, wait. I'm going to his IMDb because Google movies and TV shows like they never know. Sucks. Just read them all. Maybe I've seen something you haven't seen him in. The Resident, Fast and Furious, 15 Years Later, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Viceroy's House, Halt and Catch Fire, Identity. I'm obsessed with you, but you've got to leave me alone. Love that for him. Mm -hmm. The Hundred Foot Journey, Law and Order. Mo. Oh. SVU? <laughs> no, it was no. like one episode. Uh, I California scheming, breaking the girls, or die, switch up. That's two different things. Breaking the girls, next. or die, or die. <laughs> um, switched at birth, the domino effect. 90210, he's in a number of episodes. No, I The Good know. Wife, Star Wars, The Call. No, okay. what? No, we're gonna, we're gonna wet this. You keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah hold on. Um, the box. Sorcerer's Apprentice, Whirling Dervish, Karma Calling. I've never heard of any of this shit. Yeah, no. I need to wet. What is that It's phrase? bothering me so much. No, this is really Maybe it is 90210. Now that I'm thinking about it, it does feel familiar. I guess. No, that's not it's it. It's just someone not enough let, for me. Someone will let us know. But wow, that w there's nothing worse than that feeling of not being able to put your finger on where you know someone from. And wait, I had that feeling also... In the opening scene when Jackson goes to that girl's house for Christmas. Yes. Young her. and hungry. Oh, She's the roommate. You know what? I actually, she, I couldn't place her. And so I thought if I knew what her name was, I would be able to know. So I actually sat through the cast at the end to get to her. And I got to her name and I still couldn't figure it out. But yes, Young and Hungry. I know. Well, that one I feels loved, good. I actually love that actress. I think she's so pretty. But back to the movie. Here was what I thought. I thought it was very cute. Like elevated Hallmark borderline rom-com Netflix movie, big budget. Um, the movie honestly was like a, an advertisement for Chicago. Like it looked so fabulous how every holiday, like where were these parties being held? That New Year's Eve party looked like so glamorous. The Singer de Meyer party looked so fun. All the bars, it's like it wasn't too packed. It was like every party was like perfectly planned. The Halloween party, I'm like, I need to live here where all these fabulous holiday parties just magically appear. Yeah, 
It was fabulous. Yeah, like I need to live in a world where like I need to go to all these parties, so I need a holiday. You know, and it's like there's so many parties that I'm being invited to that it's like overwhelming and it takes up the whole year. Yeah. That was fabulous. Yeah. So it was cute. And she's so great. She was great. And there was a, there was a lot of laugh out loud moments mm-hmm. for, for sure. And I was nervous because Emma Roberts is like a more serious actress. But she's also quite comedic screen queens. Well, yes. And so I thought it might have the Emily in Paris effect where like this elevated actress comes to Netflix to like kind of play like a sillier role and just can't handle it like Lily Collins. But I thought that Emma Roberts did a great job. I thought she looked so cute the whole movie. The Nicola Peltz of it all was so funny. Um, I thought it was great. It was really, really funny. Highly recommend. Definitely got me in the holiday spirit while I was, you know, cultivating my vibe. It definitely helped. It added to the, the vibe cultivation. Kristen Chen with was great in it. I loved her relationship with her family. I just love a family film, you know? Yeah, it was definitely a family film. Um, he's not here to speak for himself, but what did Theo think of it? Loved, loved, loved it. Like, watched the whole thing. He thought it was cute. He loved the scene at the end where the choir was like, Jackson! Oh, yes. That was so funny. Good. Yeah, there was, it, it had a really cute moments. And I think, like, some of it was trying to become, like, an iconic rom-com. Like, some of it was giving me, like, Friends with Benefits vibe where it's, like, it was, it had, like, these elements that were, like, Kind of like rom-com iconic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, it, it was could, really good. It could end up there. Maybe. No, I, I don't think that it, it is going to, but... No, I think it's just it like a great Netflix movie, especially for the holidays, even though it's not super holiday-centric. Well, yes, because then in the first five minutes, Christmas was over. And I'm yeah. like, what? But I guess that's like last Christmas. And then Christmas. it's like Easter, yeah. Valentine's Day. It's I loved holidays. It. Like, it's not... A- This holiday. Yeah, yeah. It's all holidays. holidays. It was really good. I think I would recommend. Great. Yeah. I would definitely recommend. So check it out if you haven't yet. You're two for two with your recommendations this week. Woo woo. I don't know what I'm going to watch today. I don't know what I'm going to watch today either. I might read. Oh, I have to edit the redheads. I'm very busy. Oh, the drama. So much drama, the redheads. So much drama at Successful Savings. So um, anything else you watched yesterday that you want to recap? There was no TV on. No, The Bachelorette was not on. So we'll see what goes down next week after Dale. I think it's on Thursday this week. I heard that. You're lying. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but that's what I think. You're lying. I'm almost positive, yeah. Yay. Yeah, so that's good. Okay. I can't wait. Can't wait. I'm so well, excited. Well, we see Tasha. That's fine. But Thursdays are busy. Like I'm busy. I'm booked and busy. Kardashians. No, and like my mind, like on a Thursday night, like it's the weekend. Like I can't be bothered to be doing work. And the Two Bachelorette hours. is work. Two hours plus Kardashians, and there's one other show on Thursdays. Yeah, I think um, not OCs tonight. Something like that. What are the. Uh, Something OC like. Oh, it's uh, Don't Be Tardies on. No, no, no. But we're not, not really that's recapping not the that. One. There's another show on Thursday nights. I don't think so. Yes, I, I know. Southern so. Charm. Southern Charm. Thank you. Well, we're really in the thick of like a really busy TV schedule season. Yes. So clear your schedules. Yeah. Thursday night, The Bachelorette, I think. Okay. Don't let's quote hope me you're, on it. Let's hope you're wrong. I mean, I usually am, <laughs> but I'm really like, it devastates me to say like, I think that I'm right. Okay. Well, without further ado, I do think that it's time to get into the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> And yes, Jacqueline, that may be true. But you know what else is true? Hmm. Tell me. You know what else is real? Hmm. You know what else is breaking up families across America? What? Breath. True. My house specifically is really getting torn up by this breath pandemic. Um, and that's why we're so excited that today's episode is brought to you by TheraBreath, the world's fastest growing oral health care solution, because it really works. The founder is Doc- Dr. 
Harold Katz. He invented the first TheraBreath brush, fresh breath formula 25 years ago. They have an amazing line of products. Here in studio, we have the gum, the mints, the mouthwash. It is just fabulous because one, it's like an oral healthcare brand. So it's like, let's get our teeth right, our gums healthy. But their main focus is breath. And for me, as someone who's very sensitive to breath, but also suffers from really like duty breath, more than I care to admit. Um, TheraBreath is- <laughs> every, every week these ads get, get like, more detailed more. because TheraBreath is just truly changing the game. And if you suffer from <laughs> breath that tastes like duty or maybe your partner does, I think it's time to invest in the TheraBreath system because it's changing <laughs> hearts and minds across this country. They have um, all of their products focus on various health are you okay? I'm trying to get through the ad. On various oral healthcare issues like fresh breath, bleeding gums and gingivitis, anti-cavity, teeth straightening and improvement, strengthening and improvement, and dry mouth, which is a real problem if you have bad duty breath like me. It's sold everywhere. <laughs> Target, Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, so much more. Um, but also the best part is that they're kosher. All their products are also totally... Um, ethical and clean, vegan, gluten-free, and kosher. So our Jewish challah French toasters, feel free to get on the TheraBreath train. Um, be sure to check out therabreath.com slash toast and use the code ATOAST to save 25% off on their total order. So that's www.thera, T-H-E-R-A, breath.com slash toast. And the promo code is ATOAST, A-T-O-S-T, to save 25% off on your order. TheraBreath, like therapy for your breath. Love it. Sign on. Combat your duty breath. Yeah, no, I think they should really take that on as an official slogan. Yeah, we'll submit it. Yeah. Okay, first story, the news that everyone is talking about in the country, maybe even the world. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica (laughs) Jane, and Tom Girardi break up after 21 years together. And hopeless romantics around the world are devastated and heartbroken and a little remiss. Yes. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane is filing for divorce from her husband, Tom Girardi. After much consideration, I've decided to end my marriage to Tom Girardi. The reality star exclusively tells E! News, this is not a step taken lightly or easily. I have great love and respect for Tom and for our years and lives we built together. It is my absolute wish to proceed through this process with respect and with the privacy that both Tom and I deserved. I request others give us that privacy as well. So here's the thing. There's like a big conspiracy theory online of people saying that, you know, Tom, as the lawyer that he is, and for years we've known that him and his law firm have just been going through kind of routine um, lawsuits, like they're being sued. Um, A lot of people are saying that, you know, Tom is getting up there in age, and if he does pass away, she inherits those debts and those lawsuits, and that her divorcing him kind of frees her from that financial burden if anything were to happen to him. So I think that actually is just people being, like, hopeful that, like, there's no love lost. I, you know, I'm sad because people had so much to say about them, but at the end of the day, I felt like their marriage was, like, strong, and it spoke for for itself, and every moment we got of them together was, like, so earnest and sweet, and I just hate that like we're not gonna have that. Yeah, I hadn't heard that conspiracy. I mean, of course I hope that it's true and it sounds like it makes a lot of sense. But on the one hand, I'm like, oh, wow, true love is dead. Like, these two, 21 years of marriage, like, against all odds, Mm -hmm. made it work, like, had a wonderful life together. On the other hand, I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, she's Erica Jane. Of course, of course. Yeah, like, she's doing her thing. 
So on the one hand, I'm surprised. On the other hand, like I'm not. It is surprising though that they would make this announcement now while we know that they're filming, filming because that makes it a storyline. Whereas if she did it in the off season, it would be less of a spectacle and less of a something for the women to talk about, which I do feel like she really values her privacy. But you also have to think about how when, when a housewife gets divorced and their life traditionally before the show was rich man trophy wife your priorities shift almost overnight when yes you probably get a settlement but you're also now in charge of your own finance and and the show is such a big part of that so so you want to invest in and they've been saying erica's going to be a friend of housewife there's a lot of rumors about her maybe not being a full-time castmate so it's like her job is up in the air also while the stability of tom and she can maybe make one serve the other right so that's just all speculation i'm sure tom is you know very generous and she'll be totally fine yes for the record they do not have a prenup Um, she had told that to Andy, pretty much saying that even if they had a prenup, like Tom is a shrewd lawyer, he would yeah, that's rip true. it to shreds. Like it wouldn't stand. So that's just probably something a lot of people wanted to know. No, I definitely wanted to know that. Cause like, I think a lot of people forget because she's like Erica Jane, but Erica Girardi is actually one of the most wealthiest housewives on that show. They have two planes that place in Pasadena is huge. Like they are super rich. I would say she's probably, she's richer than Kyle. Mm-hmm. She's who's the richest on that show now? Sutton. She has two planes, Sutton Charters. I don't know. Makes I mean, you think. It does make you think, but like Sutton's just one woman. Like I think Erica has two planes, like because of her husband's yes. business. Yeah, but while they're still married, they count just as much as Sutton. So does Erica get one plane? Tom gets the other plane. Yeah, you know, but keeping up a plane is so expensive that like even if you're super rich, like. Sometimes it's just easier to charter, so you don't have to pay the fees for the pilot and stuff. Which might explain Sutton. Yeah, no, of course. And if I was Sutton, like, and my kids are grown, I think, and I'm, like, a woman with a boyfriend, like, I'm chartering. I'm not being tied down to a hanger. Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> so this is really sad news. No, I'm... And, and unexpected... Timing. Yeah. But you know what? Becoming a housewife and the success that it provides for these women, like, really does change marriages. Yes. That's what Melissa Gorga said on our show once, and I never forgot it. She was like... And sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse, sometimes indifferent, but it's just a shift. Right. It happened for her and Joe, too. It's like you spend your whole life, your whole marriage being, like, a mom, a housewife, picking up the kids, cleaning the house, making dinner, and then overnight, you're, like, a success, and you have this whole career, and, like, those priorities just shift, and the husbands are like, wait, what the fuck happened? Where's my dinner? And it does affect a lot of marriages, and I think that her and Joe, like, got through it really, really well, but some people... It's just like such a shift that it breaks them. Yeah. And you just are are a different person than you were beforehand. And those two people did not grow together. So it's not always like the worst sad thing. I don't think anything nefarious happened here. Me neither. I just, I don't know. I'm just sad. Like I'm taking it really hard. And I'm going to hold off on feeling any other emotion until like whatever the season comes out. And like Erica explains it to us. And not that we need an explanation, but just like, you know, she's the one who filed for divorce. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what she's looking for and what she wasn't receiving. I'm also really excited at the prospect of Erica Jane on the dating scene. Like, she's a big-time celeb. She's beautiful. She 
could really just Brad Pitt. I don't know. She could get whoever she wants. She's fabulous. Yeah. That'll be exciting, but won't still, it? still, Tom, I'm going to miss seeing him once a season. Oh, my God. Same. No, no. I'm taking this really hard. I'm gonna I feel... i like, his support, like, him showing up to, like, the club to <sighs> watch his wife perform. Like... And just, like, hugging her. And, like, really, like, I'm honestly going to cry. Like, being so proud of her. Like, that's really all you could hope for in a partner. Like, someone who just, like, lets you do your thing, doesn't, like, judge you, and, like, just wants the best for you. And I'm, I'm really taking this very hard. Yeah. Me too. Because I love Tom, and I want him to be happy, and Erica, but I feel like Tom loves Erica so much. I feel like Tom loves Erica more than Erica loves Tom. And 21 years of marriage is a long-ass time. So you always mourn when something like that comes to an end, because it's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Damn. I'm so upset. Like, there's... I'm sorry. I'm really upset. We'll keep you posted if we hear anything else. Hopefully the conspiracy theory is true. Hopefully. Yeah, that's something to hold on to. Like, they're still in love, but legally just, like, they think it's best not to be married. Mm-hmm. Next up, Dancing with the Stars judge Carrie Ann Inaba is being bullied by fans. Yeah. Carrie Ann Inaba tells it like it is and won't be stopping anytime soon. The Dancing with the Stars judge said she was cyberbullied for her pointed critique of Caitlin and Artem's jive performance on November 2nd. She said, I still get bullied. Right about this time is when people start to bully me because of the way I judge people. I can't believe it still happens as adults. Many fans took issue with the judge docking Bristow and Shigvintsev points this week due to what she considered an illegal lift during their routine. She said, I want to tell people who bully. It doesn't make me change the way I judge. I'm not about to change because you try to bully me. It only makes me stand stronger in my convictions and what I believe in. So I'm actually like not a Carrie Ann Anaba fan, but I actually really respected this like very candid response to people. Like we're all adults. It's a TV show. And like you're literally bullying me on social media because you don't like what I have to say. Like get over yourself. And not only that, you're not changing my mind. If anything, I'm going to be even meaner because of you guys on social media. So I actually really respected that. But I do think there are valid um, critiques from the audience just in terms of A, how Carrie Ann like chooses people to kind of like pick on. And I think in her mind, she sees it as like mentorship, but I think everyone else just sees it as like being picked on. And I I kind of wish she would address that because the whole scoring system on Dancing with the Stars is so fakakt, or in the words of Emma Roberts, cockamamie. Like it just, it makes no fucking sense. There's no like standard. It's just like every week it's like, you, it just makes no sense. So while I actually really respect this decision, I mean, this response, I do wish you would actually address some of the valid concerns and critiques about her judging. Got it. And I don't think that's an unfair statement. I don't think that's unfair. I do like her response also. And that like, me too. just because you don't like what I'm doing doesn't make me do what you want me to do. Yeah. And then just like the broad picture, like we are all grown ass people like watching a television show. Like it ain't that serious. Of celebrities dancing. dancing. No, it's like, it's so and insane. they're not mascada. No, and sometimes you just need that kind of perspective to see how fucking insane you're yeah, being. Yeah, like, look at Caitlin Bristow's outfit here. So cute. So cute. It's not that serious. You know, it's just like, it's a fun show. It's meant to be lighthearted and good time, family friendly. And it's like these people who like literally, oh my God, that reminds me. I wanted to make a huge shout out to Heather McDonald. She is the host of Juicy Scoop Podcast. I'm sure a lot of you guys know her. She posted the fucking funniest thing on her Instagram yesterday. She got an email from like a longtime viewer, just the viewer basically like saying she's done with Juicy Scoop. Like Heather, uh, you know, it was really like unclear what why, her gripe was. What her gripe was, but she was just like accusing Heather of like dressing slutty, like it was and being pornographic. It was so bizarre. And the girl accidentally left her phone number in Woman, this, grown woman, woman. Yes. Left her phone number in the um signature of the email so Heather <laughs> decided to call her and just she's like I'm not one to let a customer go and she tried to like salvage this 
It was so fucking funny. And I had so much respect. Heather posted the whole conversation on her IGTV. It was so funny. And it really gives you perspective into like this woman, when she picked up the phone and it was Heather McDonald, she was overjoyed. She's a huge fan. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was in a bad mood. Like that's my own shit. And it's like, what? It's so delusional that I could, it was a brilliant social experiment. It was. And I really like applaud Heather because it's very scary. Like, confronting someone who fucking hates you it was so good and so funny and if you want to go watch it it's on our instagram and that's the whole thing here it's like look how bent out of shape we're getting over people we don't know right we've got and i know i said this earlier in the week we've got to start running our business and we've all seriously got to calm down like take it down like 10 notches yes agreed mad respect that video is hysterical yeah she's so funny she really is okay next story is some exciting news i think for you for a friends lover and Uh a makeup lover because there's a new friends makeup collection at ulta and it's bound to sell out just as quickly as the first now i wanted you to take a look at some of these photos if claudia likes them maybe we'll share them to our instagram later like if she thinks that anyone would care enough to let's see these products so it's a coffee cup i don't know how that's like a lip gloss it's like friends iconography no i see so there's there's, at Ulta. there's a looks like a tub of Eucerin moisturizer with you, a pink cap that says Central Perk. Okay. You've got to moisturize. Then there's a lip gloss that says Ross on it, which makes no fucking sense. And it has little monkeys on the cap, which is obviously Marcel. Um, then, oh, this, oh, this is cool. There is a 5, 10, 15, 18 shadow palette where... Can I see the colors? Yeah, where the... Um, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. The design is Monica's door. It's the purple door with the yellow frame around it. You That's mean the one cute. from Vanderpump Rules? Yes. <laughs> then, oh, there's another cool, oh, this is cool. It's by, oh, so it's not Ulta, it's Makeup Revolution. But it's being sold at Ulta. At Ulta, yeah. There's another palette, looks to be like 20, 15 shades. Uh, that's a yellow cab, which isn't really Friends, and also this is like, an, this is a cab from like the 50s. <laughs> so, um, I don't know how that relates. Oh, and then there's another makeup that has a lobster on it. That's cute. He's a lobster. Oh, and another eyeshadow palette. We'll definitely post these on our Instagram. That's a big black coffee mug. Like that says Central Perk oh, on it. Oh, let me it. see. That's cute. Oh, I love those colors. Yeah, Ugh. those look good. Um, then there's more. Oh, so I guess there's lip glosses for everyone. So Phoebe's has the lobster design on it. Monica's has the door frame design on it. And Rachel's has the Central Perk logo, which doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> then there is loose powder and moisturizer that just have Central Perk on it. It's cute. I mean... Would you buy any of it? Makeup Revolution actually is like a great drugstore I'm brand. Like not well without my iPad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm enjoying it. No, like, I'm enjoying it. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Makeup Revolution actually is a fabulous uh, drugstore brand. Very reasonably priced. And great formulas. So if I were to recommend, I don't know if I would get the lip glosses. They look really shitty. I would get the, some of the eyeshadow palettes. And I'm really looking forward to that next story. No kidding. What to do with my hands. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So I'm glad you're looking forward to it. Like, I don't know if to me, like the show Friends screams, screams like makeup, makeup or industry, glamour. But I, I appreciate cre- creativity in all forms, even when it comes to highlighting shows that are in no shape, way, or form funny. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. The other thing is you like... You almost said, yeah. Whoever, whoever owns the rights to like Friends and like the logos, like they are not letting this cash cow die. Like they keep doing... They did a collab with Coffee Bean. They celebrate every year anniversary, like merch. 
it's like one of the highest grossing shows of all time they and they a, don't stop coming up with new revenue streams. A clothing line with Bloomingdale's. Remember oh, wow. like the Rachel clothing No, line. I don't, but that's cool. Okay, but this coffee mug eyeshadow palette is actually stunning. Mm -hmm. That's like, those are the colors that I use. It's like nudes, light browns, caramels. Is it caramel or caramel? Caramel. Me too. There's fully an A, so I don't know why people are just like... <laughs> just going to skip over it. Caramel is actually the name of a car service here in New York and it's spelled C-A-R-M-E-L. But caramel. it's caramel. Yeah, but I'm just saying like... People who six, say six 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 six. They actually six, have like a borderline anti-Semitic. Remember six? Oh my God! They really commercial do. that runs. And I just have to say, like, I actually use Carmel all the time. Like, I think it's a great business. Despite and, their and flagrant anti-Semitic. And I'm not trying to like slander them because also my favorite car company just went out of business that I used to take from the airport, Groundlink. I'm so upset. So now I'm using Carmel, and they have this commercial that has been running for a few years. And I just want to say, like. As a Jew, like, and I'm really not offended by much. Like, I'm definitely offended by this commercial. They're like, what are you, Meshagana? And then <laughs> it's just like, it's, Google it. It's literally, like, so fucking anti-Semitic. And I can't believe more people don't talk about it. But, like, now it's kind of, like, endearing. I don't know. It's very bizarre. Um, because it's a New York-based company. It's just, like, know your audience, you know? Yeah, no, it's definitely a strange thing we just sort of allow to happen. Yeah, and I don't know how we got here from friends, but... Um, I'm not mad because I've been meaning to talk about that Meshuggah commercial for a while. Six, six, six. If you need to Car use a caramel anti-Semitic car service. <laughs> Jackie, caramel, that's how we got here. But if you do need to use an anti-Semitic car service, you should call six, 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 six. Remember six? Driving to the airport. Right oh, that time. was a, they had a good commercial that with that song one. Fucking Go slaps. to the airport. Number six. six Run around, around town. town. Call, call, call now. Shopping or movies. Remember six, the best ride in town for wherever you want to go. Carmel is the number no. Ride Carmel and be on time. Worldwide and nationwide. Six, 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 six. Remember six? Yeah, that was a good commercial. Then they obviously hired a new creative director who hates Jews. <laughs> and they came out with, what are you, Meshagana? No, you don't understand. The Dial 6 song slaps. Yeah. If, any, if this episode gets to anyone at Carmel, and I have a feeling that it will. I hope so. Go back to those commercials, and I'll be dialing six. Yeah, no, and that was like, it, in New York, and this is a very niche conversation. <laughs> but like the No, it's worldwide and nationwide, right. they said. Okay, this is a very, okay, in New York, there's two, there's like a very heated competition between Dial 6 and Dial 7. And to be honest, Dial 7 has been around longer, and I just think more people know, like, you call a taxi, 777777. Yeah, what's their song? It's like, they have a song. No, they have the guy yelling in the middle of the street. Um, when, oh, when he can't get a taxi to the airport, remember, he's like, taxi! <laughs> okay, whatever, I watch way too much TV. But all I'm saying is that for a while, Dial 6 really had that song over Dial 7. And I yeah. think that, like, that's when Dial 6 became a real, you know, New York staple when they had that 666. But then they decided to transition into, you know, anti-Semitic propaganda. And I do think that that changed things. Okay, but wait, there is a Dial 7 song. And Dial 7 is Carmel, right? No, that's Dial 6, Jackie. Oh, it, it, you guys, see it's Jackie, serious. Dial 7 is called Dial 7. And you're right. When Dial 6 came out with their smash, their banger, Dial 7 tried to replicate it with their own sad version. And Featuring it was no Brent Morgan. Does anyone want to hear it? Yeah. Hold on. If I hear it. Oh, this yeah. is beautiful. It was too late, though. Dial 6 had already stolen people's hearts. 
I never heard this. This is good. <laughs> okay, I never heard this, but it's a wasted commercial because it's so good. That is, and you know what? That slaps. And you know what? I don't, and I don't hear any anti-Semitic propaganda in there. <laughs> and I don't mind that we're not going to be able to monetize this. Video. Yeah, no, we totally just got to monetize on YouTube because Dial Seven's coming for us. Yeah, well, no, actually, I think in the battle between six and seven, like, we've just taken seven's side. Which is so... Even though six, six, six... No, but six, honestly, six. for me, it always comes down to price and quality of car, and six is superior, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess I would go six, but it's only because that song stuck in my head. Yes. But I six, guess I'm a six. Next time you guys are in the city, dial six or dial seven. Dial six once, and then dial seven. Let us know which, what you think. Yeah. Let's do a poll. <laughs> okay, next story. In some relatable news, Travis Scott has deleted his Instagram account to focus on his family. So Travis Scott did not delete his Instagram over the weekend because of trolling <clears throat> comments aimed at his Batman costume, as some people thought he might what have. What is he, 12? <laughs> Who thought that? But he deactivated his social media because he's focusing on his family, which includes his two-year-old do- daughter, Stormy Webster. And his icon, pregnant wife, Kylie. Icon queen went her first day of school in a $12,000 backpack, and that's something that needs to be focused on. Um, yeah, so it definitely feels like Kylie's maybe having morning sickness, and um, Travis needs to be there for her, and this is all just tracking in my, in my predictions. I just... I actually really love this story. I think that social media is like a toxic wasteland and And when celebrities get like so caught up in right, it, it normalizes like it. So beloved and so successful and it's like, oh, they too like can't stay away from the drama and need to delete it to focus yeah. on their family. Like I just feel like that's something that we can all relate to. Yeah. And Cardi B has actually been pretty vocal about that, specifically on Twitter. She like deletes her Twitter every week because yeah. people are just so fucking nasty. And I really like when celebrities talk about it because we all talk about, like, social media is toxic, yeah, but then we're all still on it 24-7. I like when they walk the walk. Yeah. In addition to talking the talk. I think it's fabulous. So I'm not, it's not fabulous that for whatever reasons he had to take a break, but normalize taking a break. Normalize it. Okay, our fifth and final story in a little bit of what the fuck the kids are up to. What the fuck are they up to? TikTok star Zoe Laverne <laughs> is apologizing for kissing her 13-year-old fan. Okay. A 19-year-old TikTok star is facing backlash after a leaked video showed her kissing a 13-year-old fan when they were just en- when they just ended up catching feelings for each other. Zoe Laverne What? <laughs> Zoe Laverne, who ne- has nearly 18 million followers on TikTok, apologized in a live stream this week for her actions, but denied grooming the young fan and fellow TikToker named Connor, whose name has been withheld due to his age Good. because he's 13. Good. She said, I didn't groom Connor. I wouldn't do that. He's a kid and I'm aware of that. It just happened. We were both in a dark place when we first became friends and we both just ended up catching feelings for each other. And friends do that. They catch feelings for each other. How old is she? She's 19 and he's 13. Wow, that's old. This is deeply disturbing. She said, it's not a bad thing. Yes, the age is a bad thing. Yes, it's wrong. Yes, it's not good. We both realized that and we stopped. I feel really weird reporting on this I story. I feel really weird too, but like I saw it. A lot of people are talking about it. Like you had heard about yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's all over my free page. And this girl has 18 million fans and I just feel like that's a lot. No, and like this is just like, this is so disgusting. So disgusting. And people are rightfully outraged. I just don't know how we got here. Like, no. how did, how is this what we're talking about? Like, it's really disturbing and... The kids have gone wild. That's all there is to say. Yeah. Okay. 
with that. It's just fucking gross. It's not funny. Like, it's, no. it's just fucking, like... Sick. The kids are just wild. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to jump into Dear Toasters. I just really, like, wanted a toaster strudel right now. I just... Because when you, like, visualize Dear Toasters, I see, like, two Pop-Tarts, like, popping out of the toaster. That's delicious. That's, like, my visual aid. And now I'm starving. I've just been so hungry. I've been eating so much. Good. You know? Like, we need to nourish our souls. Yeah. That's true. Um, And so, our Dear Toasters segment is brought to you by Athletic Greens. If you're looking for one product that has as much high-quality nutrients in it as possible, then you want to consider Athletic Greens. With as many as 75 minerals, vitamins, and whole food-sourced ingredients, you'd be hard-pressed to find a more nutrient-dense formula on the market. It has a multivitamin, multimineral greens complex, probiotic, prebiotic for gut health, an immunity formula, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more. There's no need for multiple pills or complex routines, so filling the nutritional gaps in your diet is as easy as one scoop of Athletic Greens. It's the multivitamin that goes the extra mile. It helps with your immune system support and your gut health support. Athletic, Athletic Greens is the most recommended nutritional habit making it easy to get high-quality nutrients on a daily basis. They make it easy with their super superior taste, absorption, and easy-to-use subscription. And it's important to remember that not all vitamins are created equal. Athletic Greens invests in its ingredients so you can invest in your health. We are obsessed with the ingredient selection that optimizes for the nutrient absorption, and they only choose the best bioavailable forms of each vitamin, mineral, and whole food-sourced ingredient. All their products are clean and green, constantly audited and tested to ensure what's on the label is in the powder and there's no harmful chemicals, no GMOs, no additional additives. So if you're looking to upgrade your multivitamin or take one nutritional formula that's just going to help you recover, help cover your daily nutritional bases, then you don't want to, con- then you want to consider Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens makes getting as much high quality nutrition as possible incredibly easy without the need to buy multiple products. Make an investment in your health today and try the ultimate all-in-one wellness bundle and support your immunity, gut health, and energy by visiting athleticgreens.com toast. You'll receive up to a year's supply of liquid D vitamin for free with your purchase. Again, that's athleticgreens.com toast. Check it out. Check now, it out. Dear Toasters, if you ever want to write in, deartoasters at gmail.com is a completely anonymous email. You can change names. We'll never use your name. And you can write to us about anything, just like this girl did. Hey, Jackson Claude. Hey. Longtime listener here. Honestly, my best friend and I are obsessed with oh the both God. of you. Thank you. So we had to get the opinion of two beautiful, stunning, and smart icons in this situation. Behold your ears because things are about to get weird. For the past two months, my three friends and I have hung out pretty much every weekend and slept over my best friend's house. She has a queen bed, so obviously all four of us can't fit in the bed. The first time we all slept over, I slept on the couch, as any sane person would, because I was not going to be squished in the bed. The next weekend, I made it a fact that I was not sleeping on the couch again, and it was someone else's turn. My one friend, who was 20, volunteered to sleep with my best friend's younger brother, who's 15, what is going on with the kids today? Who was 15? You're probably thinking, what the fuck? But just wait. Let's rewind a little here and give you the backstory. Over the past couple months, she has made little comments to him like, do you think I have a nice butt? Am I your type? She also sat on his lap when the car was full, but easily could have squished in the back with the three of us. Since this has happened, she slept with him and not once, but four times with the door closed. What do we say to end this or, or simply address this issue? We need your help. Girlfriend, four times, this is truly unacceptable and this is really fucking weird-ass behavior and you need to stop hanging out with this girl and you seriously need to stop letting her in your house and in your little brother's room. This is really fucking weird. This is really weird, really inappropriate. Call the police. Call no, literally. Parents, like, and why are you friends with this person? That is the absolute strangest thing I've ever heard. No. No, this is so bizarre. So and inappropriate. No, it's 
illegal. This is weird with the door closed. I'm very uncomfortable with this information. I wish I did not read this. You have got to step in. Yeah. Zillow Kavod, as we say. Not nice. Ooh, okay, next. Hello, Jackson Claude. How you doing? I've recently found Worse my- now, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> terrible, actually. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I've recently found myself in a serious pickle. Let me back up one year. Last Labor Day, I met a very attractive and sexy man in Nashville over Labor Day weekend. He was so nice and cute, and we have somewhat kept in contact since then. Fast forward to now. I now have a boyfriend who is also sexy and fabulous, and I like him a lot. Recently, the Nashville boy reached out, and typically when he does reach out, it's just a, hey, how are you, hope things are well type of thing. This time, it was, hey, would you like to send me feet pictures? I was drunk when I got the message, so I jokingly said yes, thinking he was kidding. He has now been asking me for feet pics in exchange for money for a week, and he even offered to pay me for a pedicure. Should I do it? I kind of feel slimy sending a guy feet pics for money when I have a boyfriend, but on the other hand, who doesn't want some extra dough, and what is harm? Please give me any and all advice to this uncharted territory for me i just have to uh sincerely a torn toaster (laughs) um i just have to say like i know this is weird but we're living in an unprecedented times and like you've just got to do what you got to do to make money and i don't really think that this is so crazy um is that crazy like i think that if you didn't have a boyfriend i would be like whatever send the pics like get a pedicure you know treat yourself But, like, because you have a boyfriend, like, talking to a former fling and sending him photos that are probably turning him on is inappropriate and cheating. So, if you want a pedicure, like, and you don't want to pay for it, try Ask your boyfriend first. Be like, hey, like, you like D's feet? No, I don't know. You want to put a little money towards them? I don't know if it's cheating because he's getting sexual pleasure from it and she's not. She's just getting money. No, but, like, she is engaging in an inappropriate relationship outside of her existing relationship. How serious is this relationship? Like, you know, do you think he's the one? I just think feet pics are a slippery slope, especially when you, like, know the person. You're not just, like, selling them on the internet to an unknown person. Yeah, but then at the same time, I don't think that she's ever going to realistically be attracted to this man if she knows he's, like, a feet foodie foot No, no, I don't think that she's going to, like, be wooed by his foot (laughs) fetish. But, like, it's inappropriate behavior outside of the confines of your relationship. Also, like, to send feet pics for the price of a pedicure, like, I'd raise your price. No, no, he said he would pay for the pedicure and the feet pics. It sounds like Um, he's being very very, gracious. Very generous. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, a generous benefactor. I don't know. I just think we shouldn't, like, just brush this uh, opportunity away. This job opportunity. No, you know what? Opportunity only knocks once. And I think that you might want to dip your toe in or maybe like do it once see how it feels yeah if you if you feel icky afterwards and you're not uncomfortable don't ever do it again block his number delete the text messages or maybe if the price is right like you and your boyfriend like you let him know and you're like i have this opportunity once in a lifetime right and then you start a business together yeah and then he's like helping buff your toenails moisturizing your feet getting them all shiny setting up the lighting you can take the pictures get the best angle it's a joint venture i think that's your best bet honesty and cash yeah, because if you start sending feet pics behind your partner's back, like that's where you're... The you dishonesty know, is the problem. Yeah, that's where you're getting into trouble. So I would just, I think honesty is the best policy, especially when you're conflicted. And if this is your boyfriend and you guys are, you trust him and you love him, like his opinion, he might be able to provide some advice and feet angles that you couldn't find before. Yeah, no, it's very hard to photograph your feet, especially if you have a big belly like I, me. Like, like I could barely give myself a pedicure without throwing out my back. I can't imagine right. how I would get a feet picture. And I'm not I'm not familiar with um, the the industry fetishes yes but do they like you know the sole of the foot the top between oh, the I, toes? I feel like they like toes toes they wouldn't like mine 
No, I Anytime have, I post a picture on Instagram where you can see my foot, people are like, your toes are fucked. Excuse me, <laughs> literally, Jackie. Same. I don't know if you guys know, I'm releasing a book in January 26. And, um, not 2026, 20, January 21st. In five years. No, January 26, 2021. <laughs> available for pre-order at the link in my bio on Girl With No Job Instagram and girlwithnojob.com. Um, that's my foot. You see it? Yeah, that's a nice foot. It ain't mine. I literally have like crazy toes that all look different ways. And when I got the book cover and we did all the edits, I was like about to be like approved. And then I saw my toes and I'm like, you guys, you've got to give me a different foot. And shout out to the art department for really killing. This is a beautiful toe. I feel like people actually might buy my book just so they could jerk off to my foot. And, and they you know what? just like zoom in. They might buy it like on- A sale's a sale. <laughs> <laughs> they might buy a digital copy. Yeah, so they could zoom. So they can zoom. You well, should- the ebook is available at- on Amazon, Audible as well. You can't see my foot on Audible, but yes, ebook um, available, you know, nationwide. Yeah, I think we have like genetic weird. To- actually, I th- I think my toes are beautiful. I think all toes are beautiful. But I don't. I think that like we, we actually do have like the genetics where the. Um, second toe the second toe is a little bit longer well so that's just something cute about us and that's what's funny about the movie shallow hal is when george costanza won't date that girl even though she's like stunningly beautiful because her second toe is taller than her first and like as a kid i was like so was mine <laughs> and then on my left foot which is actually the foot on the book cover my fourth toe just kind of like doesn't have a bone in it it's like crazy it's like, rogue no it, like sometimes it gets stuck under my middle toe and it's yes. like Ow. Do you have that too? <laughs> yes. And when the nail's too long, it like digs. Ben thinks it's so wild. Like he cannot get over it. Oh, I didn't know you had that too. And I also have a freckle on the back of my right middle toe. And Margo has a freckle in the same spot. Whoa. All right. Last year, toasters. Hello, Jackie and Claudia. First of all, I just want to say I love you guys so much. And I'm so glad your puppy family is growing. Oh my God. Thank you so much. That means the world. We're, we're thrilled and ecstatic ourselves. Yeah. She's here and she's beautiful. I've been dating my boyfriend for a year now and I'm having some problems. He's such a gentleman and I love him with my whole heart. One thing that has been bothering me though is the fact that he doesn't post anything with me on social on any social media platform. Stories, posts, etc. We recently did a fun little photo shoot in the city and we got a ton of cute pictures. I posted a few. They were so cute. I asked if he planned to post something. He told me that he didn't know which picture to post and he asked his two sisters. After asking them, the two sisters told him not to post a picture with me because his larger family living abroad will judge him. What? Excuse me? His parents don't care and know he is dating me, but the rest What's of his, wrong with you? The rest of his family does not know because they would not approve of our relationship. We're not from the same religion. Mm. I understand what it's like to have a very judgmental family as my family is the same, but I've learned that as long as I'm happy and my parents are well, nothing else matters. He showed me the group chat with his sisters and I believed him when he told me he wanted to do it, but I am just a little upset. There are girls who hang out with his friends who don't know the full truth and try to hit on him because they think he doesn't care about the relationship since he doesn't post anything with me. Please help. Honestly, at first I was going to be like, oh, girl, like, who cares? Like, boys don't really post on social media. But, but this is more layered. Yeah, and it's indicative of a larger issue, which we've just uncovered. Yeah. And so I think the two of you need to, like, reconcile that piece of your relationship and make the decision. After a year, you know, that is, the time. like, shit or get off the pot mm-hmm. time. And make the decision if you guys are committed to each other, ready to take on some of the judgments from each of your Family. families and to stand together against it. And I think eventually whatever decision that you make, the social media posts will Will follow. follow. But it seems like that's something that you guys both need to get on the same page about. Yeah. I feel like in situations like this, it's not uncommon for the girl to be more kind of progressed in like 
her independence and like not caring what people think whereas like boys are still kind of behind in that sense so I wouldn't feel bad that you're in this situation because I think a lot of women have been in this situation too I just think how you handle it is and what do you want to happen you want to be together with this man and so you got to put it out there like he, if he doesn't know how can you blame him yeah you have to confront the issues assume and and but and first decide like what outcome you really and truly want you and know? I just want to say like I think enough with the sisters like you're posting on your Instagram you have to consult your sisters about it that sounds like an unhealthy boundary sorry yeah but I wouldn't get so hung up on the social media aspect like same because that's just symptomatic of the conflict going on and this conflict can be resolved yes you know? I agree. you guys just both have to have a tough conversation and decide like what you want for your futures and if you talk to him about it and like you make it all about the post he's just gonna be like oh girls and social media like yeah. you really have to spell it out for him like it's not about that and that will come once you resolve the actual problem at hand here which is the religion the family the kind of weird uh purgatory that you're in yeah where are we taking this thing which yeah. way are we going duty i hope pee -pee. it works out though me too um love conquers all those were some great dear toasters again if you ever want to write in you are always welcome to email us dear toasters at gmail.com and it is always kept anonymous and we could change people's names if you want and if you've written us in the last couple weeks and want to update us on what happened please we would really appreciate that i love updates we'd love to hear from you you know what we like never get updates i'm just going to take it as a sign no news is good news everything, i agree everything worked out no it's like my husband and i are so happy together and we trust each other we forgot so much to update you. yeah we're just on our honeymoon again you know yeah. i i believe we that took as a well. break from social media because we're so so happy. happy um that is our show for you guys we hope you enjoyed it hump day don't forget to hump someone you love take yes. care of yourselves and have a snack maybe make, make a chili, chili. <gasps> now you have to tag us in your chilies i used meat jackie did not so there's not, options you for everyone so I've made this chili about four times in quarantine now, and I think I'm ready to graduate to a new chili recipe. Ben, I'm it, sorry, Martha Stewart. It took Ben like 30 minutes. I know. I just am like weird about cooking. I know meats. you are. Like I'm like deathly afraid of like raw meat and no, salmonella. It's fucking gross. It's gross. And, and I'm just like, I always am so concerned that I don't cook the meat enough that I overcook it and I like waste good meat. I don't know. I feel that. It's tough. I feel that way about eggs too. I fucking hate eggs like I think they're literally the most disgusting fucking things ever slimy little shit slimy and like only you know only at like a very nice hotel do I feel like eggs are made well but like usually they're like runny and so yellow and it's like ugh, it's fucking sick I think eggs are so disgusting and like when you make them at home they're either burnt to a crisp or like runny and um I've always been scared of runny eggs yeah oh and not to mention it's like literally eating fetuses like there's just something weird about it okay, well that part no thank you but now that I've been on trying to do low carb I've been eating a lot of eggs mm. And it, it, it never gets easier. No, it doesn't. But that's our show, you guys. Hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox. We're now available on Amazon Music. Wherever you listen to podcasts, search The Morning Toast, find us, and maybe leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. I don't know, just a suggestion. Hope you have an amazing day. Take care of yourselves. Don't forget to wear a face mask, and we will see you tomorrow. Make it chilly. Goodbye. Bye, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.